Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host and only guest today, Cassie Parks. I'm super excited that you're joining me for this series where I am going through my favorite manifestations and breaking down, you know, really the behind the scenes. Like I said in last episode, I believe in the story. I believe in those little things and I believe in manifesting as part of a journey rather than one thing, which often means um, we manifest things on the way that we don't necessarily like it. Maybe it wasn't our intention. And so I'm definitely going to share a story today about manifesting $2,000 uh, for Elisa Nichols course way back, um, sort of in the beginning, of, I would the beginning to middle of my journey. Uh, as most of you know, you know, I started learning about visualization and the law of attraction really when I was in junior high and So, but I wasn't sort of actively doing, you know, what I'm doing now. So that's the story we're going to get in today. We're going to talk a lot about trust. And before we jump into that, I want to just highlight something or give you a little extra coaching um, based on last week's episode. So a question came up on a Enchanted Circle call Uh, last week. If you remember, I talked a lot about, you know, asking yourself, what do you really want? And so if you asked yourself that and you got an answer, awesome. If you got an answer and you started planning or trying to figure out or thinking about how things could be um, working out right now or how you could do it or anything like that, really if you started any sort of planning, thinking, howing, any of that, you're not letting the magic take hold. So the key right? The next key to what I said last week was to love the feeling and let it go. So if what I really wanted when it was in terms of the podcast, right, what I wanted to do all day was to coach people on the law of attraction and to share stories about manifesting. And the, the key that happens, right? The key, when you get that, when you're at that moment and you ask yourself what you really want, you really are at a fork in the road (laughs) and you can, choose to love the feeling and let it go, which will lead to inspiration, attracting the people. It'll lead you down that path. Or you can be like, this is what I really want. And you can go into action, how, thinking, figuring it out. And it really is a fork because if you go down that figuring it out, you're in the figuring it out. You're not allowing the magic to happen and to create and for things to unfold. You're not manifesting, you're figuring it out. And so I just want to highlight that. And you can look back at last week or whenever you listen to that episode. And when you ask yourself, what do I really want? Did you love the feeling and let it go, right? Just love the feeling of that would be amazing. Yes, I really want that in my life and be in that amazing feeling and, and be able to let it go, just just let go of how it's going to happen? Or did you take the other fork and go immediately down the how path? 
So just evaluate. That's just a little bonus coaching for you uh, because it came up on a call and I made a note as I was recording this episode to make a point to, to help you with that. So really a fork in the road. You want to go down the path of love the feeling and let it go so that you can allow the magic of manifesting to happen. And that won't happen if you step on that path of figuring it out because you'll start getting in your head. You'll start, you just, you start actually collapsing some of the possibilities that you had opened because you start trying to figure it out, which means you close doors on the other side. You, you close some of the magic doors. So if you loved asking yourself, what do I really want? Remember that's key. And the next step is to love that feeling and let it go. All right, let's get into today's story because I love this story. It is one of my favorite stories. You know, I've manifested tons of money, but this $2,000 was really, it was the first, I mean, other than that $20 when I was uh, in junior high and I visualized and I won that $20, um, you know, we manifest all the time, but consciously, when I look back today, I think this is the first money that I manifested. Um, and I wasn't necessarily trying, right? It didn't start with an intention to manifest more money. Um, it came out of an intention to grow my business. And so what happened was, is I invested a bunch of money, like a lot of money, uh, $7,500 to be exact, to go to an event because somebody said I could get clients there. And I was in that space of, I so desperately wanted my business to work. Now, looking back, I didn't, (laughs) there's so many things I would have coached myself on because I didn't, I wasn't really clear about what I wanted. I thought I was, I was looking to get clear. And in that moment, I didn't know how to get clear. Um, Like if I came to me, is a client in that situation now, I would definitely, first of all, I would lay the foundation of money and attracting money because I needed to change my thoughts and beliefs about money in that moment. Obviously that happened, but I needed to shift those. I needed to grow. I needed to become the person who believed I could attract money easily. I could make money doing what I love. I had to build all those beliefs. And those beliefs didn't exist in that moment, which is why I was in that desperate place. And so I needed, I would have coached myself to do that. And then of course, I would have coached myself to my future self. And I would have allowed that to happen. But I was not in that. I was in that how, right? What do I really want? I want a coaching business. I want this. And actually at that moment, I want to correct that because I wasn't asking myself, what do I really want in that moment? I was asking myself what I wanted and what I wanted or thought I wanted was a coaching business so that I could get the lifestyle I wanted. As you know, if you followed my story for any length of time, and I'll talk about it in a future episode, but manifesting my financial independence is actually what I wanted. But I didn't know then to ask this question that came to me later and it was an understanding later and that shifted everything but I wasn't in that place in this moment and so a couple takeaways from that is um, just I want to paint the picture of where I was I was very much in that desperate so I invested $7,500 plus plane plus airfare plus food I invested a lot of money 
to be somewhere I thought I was going to walk away with success. And looking back, I'm like, I, I don't know why, but somebody told me it was possible and I believed them. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that person, you know, we don't need to have any judgment or anything about that because maybe they really did see it and I was the one who couldn't rise to the occasion, right? We can have all kinds of judgments, but maybe that was possible. Maybe I could have if I would have been clear or if, I mean, he had this idea of what I should be charging and doing and, um, and I wasn't ready to step into that. Right. And that, that isn't actually how my business looks. What he set up isn't, I just wanted it to work. And somebody told me, oh yeah, you can go and you can have five clients the first night. <laughs> and I believe them because I was in that desperate, like, I want this to work space. I want it to work. I need it to work. Like this is, this is the key to my happiness is making this work. Right. Which is total desperation and not always a great place for manifesting, but, um, you know, it led me here and it led me to be able to have this manifesting experience. And I'll tell you why it was different. Um, and so telling you about this desperate place that I was when I said yes, and I invested the money is important because, um, it's important because it's important to understand where I came from and where I'd invested all of my money, right? I had maxed out my credit card to get to this event. I actually had to apply for a new credit card. I think if I remember the story right, I put part of it on my sister's credit card. And then, um, you know, I asked her if I could use it because at that point I didn't, I didn't really need a lot of credit cards, you know, so I didn't have a lot of credit. And, I put it on hers and then like applied for my own credit card and somehow paid her back or I don't know how it worked out. But I do remember I didn't even have enough space on my own credit card to pay for this event. But I wanted so desperately for it to work. And these things don't, um, it's interesting because, um, you know, right before COVID, I had an inspiration of how to come back to that sort of event and what I'd invested in. And I had an idea of like how I could um, connect with that space again and how I could leverage it and go back as a different person. Because the one thing about that is that I can go back and I can leverage it. And so I was like, oh, it's awesome. Like this is, and I had that inspiration and my love where the event is held was actually going to be there that weekend. And so it was for a different event of her in the same city. And I was like, this is amazing. And it's a city that's about an hour and a half from where my cousin lives. I'm like, this is awesome. We can go here, we can meet up, and then we can go visit my cousin and we can do all these things. And it all really came together beautifully. And so the point of that is that even when we make these decisions in desperation, when we shift who we are, these things have the ability to come back around because we make the decisions in the moments that we're in um, and based on who we are. But when we shift, everything shifts. So some of these opportunities that we might have taken desperately or we might have invested all of our money in <laughs> that we had in the moment um, in sort of a desperate way, when we become different, we get to do it differently. And so that's also a takeaway that 
I want you to have from this. So I was desperate, invested way more money than I had in getting to this event. Um, And what happened at this event is, um, you know, I, I went for that. I wanted to make my business work. I wanted to know, and it was a great experience. It opened my eyes to a different way. It was just, it was really cool. And, um, and I'm excited to go back. So I said, like pre COVID, I'm excited for the opportunity when that, you know, as the world, you know, as we heal and we open up, I'm excited for the opportunity to go to that event again and show up as who I am today. Because I know I'm just going to show up different. And of course, it's going to go different. And the experience that I and the gift that I have to show up in a space um, as a different person is going to be amazing. So I'm really excited about that. But the key is to know I was I desperately said yes. I wasn't desperate when I got to the event um, because I was already there. And so what I did was I just went all into the experience. I showed up and I did the work and I participated fully in how this event ran. Like they have a certain model and a certain networking model and I just believed in that moment, right? So I can separate the moment I made the decision, like looking back, I know that was desperate, but when I showed up, I did show up as me. I showed up as the best best version of me and I fully participated and I believed in their model because it was there. And so that is key. Um, showing up and fully participating in whatever you invest in is key. Because if you only half invest, you don't get accurate results, right? If you go all into something and it works, awesome. If you go half in and it works, your brain doesn't know. Like, was this the other stuff I was sort of doing on the side? Or was this the thing I invested in, right? Or if you go half in and it doesn't work, you don't know that it doesn't work because you didn't go all in. And so that is key. If you're going to invest in something, go all in or get out, right? If if you decide after the fact, like, oh, I should have made this investment, like get out, that's fine. But make it clear, be all in or all out. And the thing is, I went to this, and again, I didn't know I was in desperate mode when I said yes, you know, I would have told you, I would have told you um, that it was inspired if, um, because it felt good, but but I actually learned what inspired felt like at this event with the story that I'm going to tell. So I would have told you that it was inspired and it wasn't, it was desperation. It just felt exciting because it felt like relief and an answer. And so I'm telling you all this because I want you to start to pick this out in your own life, in your own stories, when you're investing money and you're, you know, doing things. Like I want you to to feel these and be able to step back and go, okay, like really, okay, what was I doing? What was going through my mind? How was I feeling? Because we can feel excited and we can feel certain and it can still be coming from desperation. And that is what the initial investment was. And, um, but the point is I went and I went full in like it, and it was out of my comfort zone, but I went full in and I participated and I believed um, you know, that it would work, uh, cause I wanted to participate fully and that's key to anything you invest in, like be full in that, that makes such a difference because then you get real and accurate data. And so as I went full in and I was, 
um, you know, doing this, I was also, you know, it's service, it's serving, it's supporting each other. And how do we all grow sort of the model, like the higher level of the model. And I met a couple and their niece who had a business and, um, it was like a brick and mortar business. And we, we met and we connected and they had gotten there a couple days later. And so they, they felt a little behind and I showed them the ropes and I said, you do this and this is what you do. And, and I was connecting them to everybody I had met before. And we just had a really good connection. We spent a lot of time together. They were excited at that point. I had my first book, which is not available in bookstores, although I do consider writing it again or updating it and releasing it because it's amazing. And, um, it's called stop and change directions. And it was a blue is this little blue book that I had written and I showed up and I wanted traction for my book. I wanted to get, you know, I wanted to get media because that's what I thought I needed to do. Like, that's what I thought was going to make me successful. Again, I was even how I was showing up was howing. Like I would, I would do it so different, um, today. I will do it so different in the future. So, but one of the keys was showing up and doing it. And at this event, Lisa Nichols was there and I had only known Lisa Nichols from the secret. I hadn't um, been to any of her other courses, but she spoke in the middle of this event and I loved her. I loved her in the secret. I loved her then. And she had like a breakout session and she offered this $2,000 course. It's probably actually $19.99. And it was for, it was supposed to teach you how to, you know, write your book and get it out there. You know, it's called Speak and Write to Make Millions. And when I went, because I don't think she off, or maybe she did offer it in the big room. And then maybe you could go to a follow-up in, in her hotel room with a smaller group that was really interested or something. And there was just something that was like, you have to do this. And the you have to do this was different than when I invested that $7,500. It was a have to, not I want to. This is going to be the answer. This is going to be it. It was just, I have to do this. And there was no, it'll get me anything And so as you're learning, if you're sort of feeling out, how do I know it's inspiration and how do I know it's desperation? Um, If there's a, this is the answer, this is the secret, this is going to get me there, this is a how, Um, I know this will fix the problem. Any of those things are coming from desperation. But when you just know you have to do it, that's inspiration. Because when you know inspiration doesn't have a outcome, it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have thoughts like it doesn't like if I do this, this will happen. It doesn't have like hope because it just is. Inspiration is this is what I need to do, and this is you know who I need to be, and this is what I need to do. There's no. There's no question, there's no thoughts, there's no follow-up, there's no desired outcome. It just is. And so I remember sitting in that room and having that feeling like in my gut, I can't not do this. And that's the key I always give, you know, as I'm coaching my clients is you can't not do it. 
if you can't not do it, it's inspiration. If you can set it down and it keeps coming back and coming back and coming back, it's inspiration. You can't not do it if it's inspired. It's that feeling like I have to. And again, it's not an I have to so I get an outcome. It's just in this moment, I have to. And even though I wanted to promote my book, even though it's called Speak and Write to Make Millions, it wasn't it wasn't coming from that desperate $7,500 place, right? Um, it wasn't coming from the energy of that. It was just this, I have to do it. And and I remember sitting in the room and I remember you could you could maybe make one payment or I don't know, maybe they offered six months of payments. And I said, well, there's enough room on this new credit card I got, right, to pay for this or whatever. Or maybe I had $300 in my bank account. Probably I did. And I said, and this was just, it was 2000 for the course. And then you had to fly to California. And it was at this hotel where once I got there, like rooms were five, there was no room. I'm pretty sure it was $500 a night. Like there was no, and there was nowhere else to stay. <laughs> like there was a lot more to invest. Um as it went on. But anyway, so I just remember I probably it was like a six month and it was $300. And I said, I have to, like, I can't not this feeling in my gut that I trusted. I can't not do this. And really, again, I think this is the first like time I experienced that inspiration and that knowing of this is the right next step. Not I want this, not I think this, but this is the right next thing. And so I trusted my gut and I just put it on the card and I said, I'll figure out how I'm going to make the other payments. I had no idea, literally no idea um, how I was going to make the other payments. And I said, okay. And I met this, this couple and their niece that I mentioned a little bit ago. The next day or later that night or whenever. And she said, um, she said, you have to do Lisa's course. I said, I know. I said, I, I agree. I feel that too. And she said, are you going to do it? And I said, yeah. And maybe I had given my payment, but also, I don't know if there was a way out, but I knew I was going to do it. And she said, how are you going to pay for it? I said, I don't know. I just put the, the thing on and she said, I'll pay for it. And I said, what? And I think I didn't understand it at first. And I said, oh, I put it on my card and then I'll, I'll figure it out. And she said, no, I'll pay for it. She said, we have a good business. You've supported us. I want to give back. I'll pay for it. And I, I, I know I had this puzzled look and I looked at her niece who was closer to my age. And she, she was like, she's serious. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. So I, I had known these people for less than five days. I had no idea. And she did. We went home and she sent me the $2,000 check and I paid for it. Um, you know, I paid that $300 off and then I paid the rest of the, for the rest of the course with the $2,000 that she gave me. There is no way I could have planned that. Um, And the key to this story is trusting like that knowing. Um, And it's starting to understand that difference between inspiration and desperation. 
this was for sure inspired. I had to get that course. Again, didn't make any sense. There was no, there was, you know, only one payment left on the credit card room and it didn't make sense. And yet the universe took care of it. It was taken care of. I was taken care of. And we're always taken care of when we're following inspiration. Desperation, it's hit or miss. We have to do more work to be taken care of, right? Um, but when it's inspired, we are, the reason it's inspired is because it's part of the path. It's part of getting you to where you want to go. It is, it is part of it. And so what I will tell you is that I did not um, learn to speak in, I didn't, I didn't make millions from that course and that's okay because what I got, I wasn't, that wasn't what I was there for. What I was there for was to have an experience of visualizing my own experience like that. It was to hear that, you know, the things Lisa was sharing, I was sharing, like I had written, I had, it was the same. It was in a way, it was like confirmation, like you get this, you understand this, you know this. And I got something even better out of it. So um, at this event, I had also met Lisa's publicist and I had, she loved me, her and her team loved me and they, they booked Lisa for my podcast, but she didn't show up. And I sort of let it go, you know, I mean, I'm sure I had some feelings about it, but whatever. And, and then I'm sitting, I remember sitting in, like the first day of this, I think they were three day courses. I was sitting in the first day and she was talking about integrity and, and doing all these things with integrity. And I was squirming because I'm like, you didn't show up. That's out of integrity. You're talking about this and you're not doing it. And I went at the end of the day and I said, look, I said, I can't be here in this room. You're talking about integrity and you didn't show up. You blew me off. And and it was in line. She goes, hold on. I need to handle this, but you stay right there. And and we're going to have a conversation about this as soon as I handle, you know, it was the end of the day and everyone's leaving and wanting their books signed and all this stuff, you know, Um, first day and trying to figure out the logistics of the next day, all this stuff. And she goes, just stay right there. And, you know, and she, we had a conversation about it and I told her how I felt and she said, okay. And she listened. Right. And the thing that I learned from her, I think the most is, or was confirmed was how to be a leader, how to do what I wanted to do. She listened to me. She didn't blow me off. She listened and she said, I know what happened. She's like, I switched phones and a bunch of things got missed and I am sorry. And she said, and, and continue to stay here. I have a couple more things to do for the night, but I'm going to drive you back to your hotel room so that you get, we get some one-on-one time. And I, I would like to give you that. And so many that for me, I mean, first of all, it said I mattered. It said how I felt mattered. And this was, oh man, I mean, this is well over 10 years ago. So this, that, 
meant a lot in that moment. I was in a place where I don't think I knew that. And it's not up to someone else to tell us that. But having that experience means I was moving into that space and it was confirmation that I did matter and what I had to say mattered and how I felt mattered. And so that shift alone in hat, and it was also confirmation for me that when I have a difficult conversation, there's an outcome. And that experience was way more valuable in my life's path than, you know, I don't know, learning to write a book at that point, right? Because I was learning how to have difficult conversations. I was learning how to be valued. I was learning how to value myself. I had to value myself. That's actually what was being reflected back to me is I was valuing myself enough to say, I can't stay here and do this, right? And, um, you know, so that is one of the big things I got out of it. The other one was just this little nugget of future how to create things and scripting. And I didn't totally get it in the moment, but I remember being like, that's important. And so Lisa said something at one point in the workshop and she said, um, and she's talking about manifesting. I mean, that's obviously part of what she does, right? And she said, we've already had this conversation. All of you here, we've already had these conversations. And I was like, hmm. And now I totally get that because that's scripting. That's creating that experience, right? However she did it and however she meant that, like maybe she visualized it. Maybe I don't know how she, I don't know. She didn't tell us or I don't remember. What I do remember is her saying, we've already had this conversation. And um, that was, you know, that's one of those things that I think got implanted in my brain that when I was lined up and ready, you know, impacted like me knowing I have to script to become the person that I want and to have the experience that I want. There's something about that, that, you know, it was like put in my brain for later to, to create the experience of what I created when I, um, you know, wrote money, money, money. And I scripted the experience of that successful, um, that successful course. And that is huge. And it goes back to the fact that this was inspired. Nothing about this was how to get to the next space. This was all about moving me forward on my path and giving me things that I needed, right? First and for- But first and foremost, it was about trusting that I have to do this um, thing, that that got me to this course and got me to invest $2,000 that I definitely did not know where was going to come from. And so what I hope you take away from this episode is if you haven't yet um, some information and guidance on how to differentiate between desperation and inspiration. Um, if you have, I hope it's, it strengthens that muscle Um, and just how important it is to trust whether it's happened before or it's going to be the first time that knowing I can't not do this feeling and that that trust in your gut that I have to do this 
because if it's inspiration, it's leading you to the life you want. You are manifesting and you definitely might not be able to see how it's getting you there. And in that moment of inspiration, it doesn't even matter because you're not looking for that. You're so in touch with that feeling of it being inspired. And so trust that as you go forward or honor, look back at your choices and your decisions and start to identify this is desperate. This is inspiration. This is desperate. This is inspiration and connect with that because the more we're able to differentiate what that feels like, the better we get at acting from those places and they take us down very different paths. And as you know, um, I also want you to take even those desperate decisions or investments they can lead us to other amazing things. So they're never wrong. So take that out. It's not about being wrong. It's just we want to follow more inspiration than desperation, uh, which seems simple. And yet it is a skill. So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed this story. I love this story. And this is the first time I've told sort of the whole story, which is fun. So um, other than just, you know, I bought the course and somebody paid for it. There's a lot more to it. So thank you all for listening and come back next week for more manifesting stories. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.